Assalamu alaikum, Allah, Pia, Pared, good day, Nehoma, Bonjour, Bonsoir, Alito, Akashke, what up, though, what the business is, Bon dia, and what up, son, to everybody listening to us right now, no matter who you are, where you are, or what you are doing, we do appreciate it. And the number to call in is 646-478-5123. Once again, 646-478-5123. Email us as well. Indie Review CD at gmail.com. Don't forget to hit us on the blog. Indie Review for you at blogspot.com. Excuse me. Indie Review for you dot blogspot.com. And hit us up on the Facebook as well at Indie Review. Got a lot of things to get to as we always do here on the program. And uh, glad to have you in. Glad to have you on board. And let's see, what should we kick things off with? We're going to take it over into the Midwest right now. Let's, let's do something from the Midwest and uh, do something from my, my girl, Lily and uh, Peter Cottontail. For everybody out in Wisconsin, for everybody in Minnesota, everybody in the state of Illinois, and everybody just all over, this one is called Refreshing. It is in the review here on Raw Talk. We'll be back with some more, y'all.
up on the beat of the R.A.T. Just flip on whatever she spit. Uh, it's a brat, tat, tat, y'all know it. I push it down all around the beat. R.A.T. I'm with M.I.C.H.A.L. Frito, nigga, we bad. Can't you tell? You know, it, of course, we know hip-hop, 
uh, has its roots there, and we always hear about a lot of the hip-hop artists that come out of the Bronx, but we don't normally hear about, you know, singers that come out of the Bronx. So who who are some of the other people that you share that particular title with as a singer coming out of the Bronx? Coming out of the Bronx? Woo-hoo. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I mean, I can't, I could say New York. And you know, it's funny because I live in D.C. now, and I was thinking about that the other night because I had a, a, a small little acoustic set that I did at a, um event, and I was going to, when I was thinking about how I was going to introduce the bass player that was playing for me, one of the things I wanted to say about him was that he comes from this line of, or just the history of in D.C. of live music. And not that New York doesn't have that, but when I grew up in New York, it was really all about hip-hop. And so you might have been singing if you, you know, and I went to an arts high school. but And you would think that we would have said, hey, everybody, let's create a band. That's what was Mm -hmm. going on in D.C., uh, and that's what still goes on in D.C. Young people just, you know, it's a lot of live music. Everybody's creating bands, whether it be go-go, jazz, R&B, rock. And in New York, for me, it was more about the hip-hop, and if you wanted to sing, you know, it would be like, okay, well, you can sing the hook on my rap. You can beatbox, <laughs> but it wasn't about right. um, us just, you know, as vocalists creating bands. And we would jam after school and everything, but that just wasn't where um, our heads were at at the time. So, gosh, you know, I have to, I have to do some research on that, uh, singers that came out of the Bronx. Right. Know. Well, the, the only one that I can name, and I know Jennifer he lived Lopez. there for Yeah, Jennifer Lopez, but I don't really consider her a singer, but that's a whole other story. Right, I didn't want to get into um, that. That's why I didn't say her name at first. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't consider her a singer. I mean, come on, let's, let's, let's be real. Come on mm-hmm. now. <laughs> well, anyway, the only one that I know of, he lived there for a while. I'm not sure if he actually um, – I, I, I don't know how long he spent in the Bronx. I know he grew up there for some time, but Christopher Williams, another Williams person. Oh, he grew up in, matter of fact, true, he grew up in Co-op City. That's actually where I was um, not born but raised um, in Co-op City, and I know a lot of the people that know Christopher Williams. I think I remember, like, seeing him in the basketball courts or something, but I didn't really, like, we we didn't travel in the same (laughs) circles, but people were like, don't you remember Christopher Williams? And, you know, used to see him in the courts. So, yeah, definitely Christopher Williams. And we grew up in the same neighborhood, exactly. so maybe there's something about my neighborhood. And there you go. My, my <laughs> thing. It's Indie Review. We're talking to Coley Williams here right now. Call us up, 646-478-5123. Now, you went to music and art. Yeah. And when you go to a music and arts high school, there are many people whom you probably were classmates with who went on to do things that, that we know of. And who are some of your classmates that we know of now that, that – you was uh, singing with at the time. Well, actually, speaking about, about I'm going to, like, kind of, like, reveal my age a little bit, which I choose, I usually try not to, but I'm very proud of the fact that I went to school with Dana Dane and Slick Rick, um, all those <laughs> hip-hop guys, yeah. And so um, I also, uh, Tashina Arnold, if I'm saying her name correctly, that was on Martin. Yes. Um, yes and yes. the other sister, and I don't remember her name, who played Martin's eventually wife, she she eventually became his wife on there, but most of the time she was his girlfriend. She went for a little while, but I don't think she graduated. But Tashina definitely um, graduated from um, music and art. So a lot of the people Teacher I went Campbell. to school with. Yes, Tisha Campbell. She was there as well. Um, 
I know there's a lot of people that went into theater, and there's a lot of musicians that are, like, gigging all the time, you know, in jazz bands, rock bands. But those are the folks that go, oh, um, oh, gosh, her name, I can see her face. She does gospel. And it'll come to me as we're um, as we're doing the interview, but she married a basketball player, actually, that played for the Knicks for a while, and she was doing gospel. Desiree Yes, yes, yes. Desiree is another person, yep. So those are some Wow, folks. I mean, that's. That's quite a list right there. I mean, those are some people who, uh, you know, speak things in music. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's still awful to this day. But, I mean, they do great things in music as, as well as stage and TV and film. So you are amongst, you were, you know, a high school made of, of the greats. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a great, great experience. I, I, um, I loved going to school. And, um, like I said, we would. I mean, if you watch the, the movie Fame, I mean, it was a little exaggerated, but we did <laughs> stay after school and we did jam and and uh, we just had a really good time and it made school uh, fun. So you didn't really think about, you know, when you had to take the trigonometry and all of that, it wasn't so bad because you knew, okay, right. after this I can go to voice class or I can go to um, musical right. theater class. So it, it was really, really cool. And there weren't a lot of uh, fights. You know, there weren't a lot of, you know, we, we – we were teenagers, so, I mean, there was stuff going on. It's always going to be. But it did decrease that because we were all there with a common bond. There was something that we all, we were all pursuing our passion or something that we really love to do. Right. Absolutely. It is in the review here on Blog Talk. We're talking to Coley Williams right about now. And what was it like going to uh, the Cuse, Syracuse? <laughs> I love, oh, my gosh, I loved going to Syracuse, um, I uh, was a musical theater. I went there actually because they have a really excellent musical theater program and wound up changing uh, my major because I wanted to be able to get a job <laughs> when I got out of school right away. But uh, what I loved about Syracuse was we had a really strong black community on campus, and uh, we have a really strong uh, alumni, and we stay very connected and really help each other out and network. And so, I mean, there's times I couldn't eat, you know, I didn't have money for food, and I knew that I could knock on, you know, uh, a classmate's door and I would get fed, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Right. If I was tired right. of eating oodles and noodles. I mean, we really looked out for each other. So it was, um, it's just, that's definitely something, a lasting bond and very special. My experience at Syracuse University was very special. Right. So so that means you're you're also an actress. So you, you get your acting on as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And that was actually what I was focusing on and then decided to um switch gears once I started writing music and also felt that it was actually more not easier, just just different and I could if I needed to work during the day and go into the studio at night and perform at night, whereas with theater it took up so much of your time because the auditions are during the day, the rehearsals are usually during the day, and uh, the music piece, you know, singing live with bands and recording in the studio just worked better for me. Right. So what are some of the things that um, you you take over from your, your acting side of things that you incorporate into your shows or it's just into your music? Well, there's a lot of things, and, and that's a great question. I really like that question. Um, with with bands, I would say, like when you're in a when you're in a play, you always approach it as a you know an ensemble. It's an ensemble piece. You're working together, you know, with all these other people. And so if I I remember one time I was in a play, and 
there, this, my fellow actor, we were on stage together, and I didn't forget my line, but I was about to forget it. <laughs> and I don't know how he realized that, but we were so in tune that I actually in my mind was thinking, I'm about to forget this line. And he said my line before wow. I actually had the time to forget it. He said my line, and then he said his line, and then I actually came back and said my next line. And it was just a smooth thing. And that's what I take into being in a band. Like, we, I feel like we need to do the same thing. We've got to, you know, vibe off one another. And, um, you know, if something happens with a guitar player, then I can pick it up. Because I consider myself as a vocalist, like, just another instrument in the band. And I, so I take oh, yeah. that on ensemble way of thinking from theater into playing with a band. Absolutely. That's one thing. That's one thing. Definitely, definitely. Now, how did you go about putting together your band? Like, were there particular things that you're looking for or qualifications, characteristics? Like, what was it that you, you know, looked for when you're putting together your band? Well, there's a lot of things. I think uh, one is definitely... I mean, you want folks that can that can really play, but sometimes you'll get somebody who is an excellent musician, but you just don't vibe with, and that's very important to me. So sometimes I might take someone, I might, I would rather work with someone that is on the same page with me and understands what I want to do with my music and what I want to say. I would rather work with someone that maybe is not that's good, but maybe is not the, the you know the best you know. Because I, I I need somebody that's going to be on the same page as me and understand what it is that I'm trying to do with music. Um, so that's one of the things that I really like to find out about musicians and like to talk to them for a while and fill them out and see where their head's at. I mean, sometimes it doesn't right. matter if you just have, like, one gig and, you know, everybody's going to get paid and you're never going to see each other again. <laughs> but if you have to work yeah. with people on a regular basis, then you, you, you want to be on the same page as them. Definitely. Absolutely. Now, uh, talk about um, your, your 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 touring work and, and performing at places like Kennedy Center and, you know, the, the, the upper crust of, of uh, venues, as, as I call them. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you, did you, oh, you said talk about it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I went on tour with the Kennedy Center, and that was actually my first. I was doing theater, but that was the thing that really made me decide that I wanted to do this thing full-time once I had the opportunity to actually do it and be out on the road. And uh, it was, it, I mean, I felt free. That's the best thing. <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it. I felt like I'm really doing what I'm put here to do. It was a children's show, uh, but it was, you know, professional theater. We were on tour. We went all over the country. We went to Canada, and it was just an outstanding, it was just a great experience. We were treated very well, and I was after I came back, I was just like, okay, uh, I'm gonna have to try to, you know, really focus and do this full time. Right. Now, how did, when did you first um, become intertwined and meshed in the whole DC scene, and um, what was that experience like for you? Okay, well, I started writing uh, music when I met um, the producer of my CD. His name is Kwani Ali. I used to write poetry, but I was never I never considered myself a songwriter. And so when I met him and actually met him right after 9/11, I went to see a friend of mine, a drummer, play he was playing somewhere and we just started Kwani Ali and I just started talking 
And then I'd share with him that I was a vocalist and I wrote and everything and wrote poetry. And he said, oh, well, you know, I'm a songwriter and producer. You need to try your hat at songwriting. So we became friends and everything. And I really credit him with, with working with me and really teaching me, you know, how to write songs. And so as we wrote songs, we were like, okay, this music really needs a live sound. And at that point, I was performing with other other bands to supplement my income um, with theater and um, decided – that, that that the music needs a live sound, so we just started. I I was performing with the other bands, and I asked different musicians in those bands if they would come and listen to some of my music, and I just put different musicians together, asked them if they work with me, started working in my basement, and um, then decided to go out and uh, once I got a couple of gigs and perform my music live. Asked the audience, um, we used to have these little forms, we used to hand them out to see what songs that they, they liked, so it was like our little marketing <laughs> method to see what songs they liked, and those are the songs that we, most of those songs we put on the CD, just to, you know, right. that was our way of seeing what folks liked, and uh, and just kept doing it, and actually kept performing live, but stopped recording, and then we decided we needed to go back and go in the studio and, and actually do a complete CD once we saw that people really, really wanted to to, to hear this music and be able to take it with them and have it with them. Now, the name of your CD is, once again, and, and it's, is it it's out called, and people get it, and darkness. how can they get it? It's Light Up the Darkness, and you can purchase it at, on Amazon.com or iTunes, and you can go to my website as well, um, ColeyWilliams.com. So that's it, light up the darkness. Uh, do people ever get confused as to where to, to put you because people want to categorize things all the time? And being that you can do such a diverse range of different styles of music, uh, do people get confused as to saying, okay, well, well she's this, but, but then she's this, and uh, we don't really know, you know where, to, where to put her? I think so. You ask them really. I love your questions. <laughs> I really, because this. It's stuff that I'm thinking about. I think so. I really think that people aren't quite sure yet um, with me. Um, and I just have to keep being me. I just Someone just did a review of my um, of my CD, and um, they said that I'm authentic. And I really appreciated that because I've always thought that that's all we can really be. Like a lot of us think we're doing something new. We're going out here, oh, I'm doing something new. Oh, pretty much it's probably already been done. If you go back, I mean, there's so many great artists that have done great things, and we can be authentic. We can just, you know, take from what we know and, and, and be ourselves. And so that's all I – that's what I want to be, and I want to be good at what I do. Uh, I like the reason why I call my music holistic soul is because I like to incorporate all these different rhythms. I, I definitely sound. I have a jazz sound. Just my that's mm-hmm. what my voice sounds. I kind of didn't didn't plan it. It's what it is, and so I got to work with what I have. But I have all these rhythms in my head and that I've been influenced by, and I want to incorporate that into into my music. So, yeah, I think folks are trying to sort of uh, figure me out. Someone told me the other night that I was a soul, a folk soul singer with the jazz feel or something. I don't know. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to be Coley Williams, and I'm going to stick to my uh, the name for my music, Holistic Soul. Definitely, absolutely. And, and once again, you know, it's, it's best to go with what you feel and, you know, what, what your heart is about, you know. Yeah, now, have you dabbled into any of the poetry stuff, like as far as like the performance 
death poetry type things, or you know, you you, you gonna perform that, or, or are you just strictly uh, singing? You know what? I have been uh, afraid, even though I always wrote poetry. I was never. I was kind of afraid to go in front of people. I guess singing was just something I felt more comfortable with. Even in, and I mean, I've acted as well, but just standing in front of people and just doing poetry, I hadn't felt comfortable with. So a friend of mine had said to me, why don't you just start incorporating the poetry into your songs? So when I perform live, I've started doing that. And it, and it goes over really well, and people have not expected it because they know me as a singer. So when I've just started right. incorporating it in there, people are like, okay, you know, that's cool. You know, she can she can do that too. She got a little, you know, something, something with her <laughs> she can throw in. So that's been, that's been cool. Definitely. We're talking to Cody Williams here on Indie Review. Call us up, 646-478-5123. What are some of the things you do outside of music, like when you're not writing, performing, touring, and so forth? What are some of the things you like to just do to have some fun? I, I just I like hanging out with my friends. I like um, matter of fact, I'm not trying to tell all my business, but um, I'm having a. Um, <laughs> but I'm really excited about this. My birthday is coming up March 10th, and for some of my very close friends, I'm going to have a spa party because I don't we don't get to get together that much, and I like to you know pamper myself, and I, I want to do something really nice for my friends who are there for me, and support me as. You know, a sister and a friend and a, and and an artist because most of my friends are there with me. Sometimes, you know, they're you know as I've come up and as I've been performing, they're the only people in the audience. You know, now I'm developing other folks who you know like myself, but they've been there with me. You know, so um, yeah, I just like hanging out with my friends and just and just relaxing because lots of times it's, it's a grind and you know I'm working all the time and. That's one of the things that I really enjoy doing, just spending time with family, family and friends. Absolutely, definitely. And once again, the name of the album, where people can get it, and uh, what your next uh, show is coming up. Okay, well, um, the album is Light Up the Darkness. You can get it on Amazon and iTunes. You can go to my website as well, coleywilliams.com. I'm on Twitter uh, as Old Soul. And I actually tweeted that I would be on with you guys today. And you can go to Facebook, um, fansofcoleywilliams.com as well. And I'm actually every Wednesday night at a spot um, in uh, D.C. called JoJo's. It's 1518 U Street. And we're there um, from about 830 to 1230 with my band Soul for a New Day. And it's just a trio. Sometimes people stop in and and sit in with us. Um, We may have a trumpet or uh, a horn. Uh, saxophone, excuse me, come in and, and, and sit in with us. So we have a good time, um, and it's a real intimate place, and it really has helped develop my skills as an artist because, you know, folks are right up there in your face, and, and you got to, um, you know, connect with them and, and chat with them, make them, you know, feel good. So uh, come on down to JoJo's if you're in the D.C. area, and we promise that you'll have a good time. <laughs> Absolutely, and and definitely, uh, you know, give her a birthday present as well. Early. Yes, yes, March 10th. <laughs> Now uh, we, we're going to get into um, your song "Everywhere I Go," okay. and uh, give us the background about that real quick. Actually, uh, "Everywhere I Go" is interesting because it started out; it was a different melody line, and it was actually called the rhythm because "Everywhere I Go" has that certain um, feel to it, a certain rhythm, real specific, and I think that's why the D- a lot of DJs tend to like it. And the producer and I just decided to um, change the um, the melody of it. And um, in that, changed the lyrics. 
um, everywhere I go for me is just talking about kind of what happens a lot more in relationships than you just breaking up with somebody and you all just never speaking to each other for, you know, and just, you know, hating on each other. Lots of times we're in relationships and they just don't work out. And it doesn't mean that you don't still care about the person. It doesn't mean you still don't love them. But they're just things that just don't work out. You realize that this person just isn't for you. And so, but you still love them. And so that's what that is, that's what that song speaks about. You know, everywhere I go, you know, I'll still let folks know, you know, I got mad love for you, but it's just, you know, we're just going two different, we have two different paths. So that's everywhere right. I go. Right. That's a true story? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the best songs come from true life. And she doesn't want to go more into that. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> Not that some of the best songs come from true life. Almost definitely. Most definitely. Yes. Very true. Well, I want to thank you for being on the program. I'm not going to hold you up. we got some things uh, lined up to do. But um, we definitely got to continue to support you. We have some great music and great tunes, and people are going to get a chance to hear that right about now. And uh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. And you, I love you ask great questions. I had a great time. Thank you. No, really, I'm not just saying that. I, I just really enjoy it. You made me, it's stuff that I'm thinking about, you know. It, it's just very interesting. Oh, you ask cool. me things that are, are on my mind, which is really cool. Cool. This is what we do. We're here every week. All right. So I'll tune in, and I'll encourage other folks to tune in. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your support. Thank you so much. Definitely, definitely. And whenever you have new tunes, new music, uh, let us know about shows you got coming up. Like, we'll make sure we get that out to the people. Okay, thank you. All right, take care. All right, you two have a great day. All right, Bye-bye. you too. It's in the review here on Blog Talk. As we continue on, the number is 646-478-5123. I am C. Truth. Rachel is out west doing some things for the Oscars in L.A., so she may be checking in a little bit later on in the program. Well, we'll see. If not, we'll get a full recap from her uh, next week. But uh, big ups to everybody uh, holding us down in the chat room, guest 1856, guest 1863, 1882, and, of course, the young lady who coined our intellectual title, is uh, also in the chat room with us, strong as usual. It is in review here on Blog Talk, and we're going to do some Cody Williams right now. This is Everywhere I Go, right here on the program. We'll be back with some more, y'all. Y'all stay tuned. I like that.
Aya right there with the help of DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's called Back for More right here on Indie Review. Call us up, 646-478-5123. Email us, IndieReviewCD at gmail.com. I am Steve Troop holding it down solo today, tonight, this afternoon, this morning, depending on what part of the world you're in right now. Rachel is out west doing some things for the Oscars, and uh, hopefully she'll be checking in when the program is just about uh, in its final, final, final minutes. But uh, I don't know, maybe not. But uh, we'll definitely get a full, full recap from her uh, next week on the program. Uh, right now we're going to continue with some music from the Psychedelics uh, featuring Justin. And this one is called Keep Breathing. They have a video for this that's out and uh, getting some good reviews and bubbling right now. And the album is uh, the Psychedelics. You need to pick that up if you don't already have it. It's uh, available out there for you. In your review here on Blocko, we and the Indie One Hundred Artist of the Week is coming up real, real soon. So y'all stay tuned for all of that as well.
the uh, page is Indie Review, I-N-D-I-E-R-E-V-I-E-W. I know uh, people are doing a lot of different things for their Saturday, their weekends. No matter what it is, we do appreciate you taking some time out to check us out. We're doing a lot more music than usual today. You know, not doing too much long talking and stuff like that. Um, sometimes, you know, you got to give people some more music than usual. It is All-Star Weekend, so a lot of things, parties, events, shows, uh, different sports things going on for the family and friends are happening in Orange County. That's in the state of Florida, not California. That's right, Orange County, Florida. In Orlando, for the All-Star Weekend events and festivities going down in association with the NBA. So big up, big up to everybody uh, down there in Florida um, doing that thing for that. Well, right about now, it is time to showcase a particular artist on the show for the week, and we call that on this program our Indie 100. NASCAR this weekend. Now, the Indy 100 is not associated with NASCAR, all right? The Indy 100 are those musicians who are in the fast lane, burning rubber towards stardom, setting stages into a tailspin while maneuvering their high-frequency equipment. And this week, our Indy 100 Artist of the Week is none other than Be Free, okay? The B stands for Britney. But uh, she goes by the name of Be Free. She was born in Chicago, Illinois, and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh, she grew up in a musical family. She was doing her thing. That's where she gets the love of her art form. And uh, she's been singing since she was the age of two. Also playing the piano in her early years, writing and composing music since the age of 13, majoring in music throughout high school, college, and uh, being classically trained in jazz, flutes, piano, and so forth. You know, since then, she's continued to work on her craft, and uh, she's performed in a number of venues throughout the East Coast, the Midwest. She's, she's done some stuff at the Kennedy Center, at Paths, at Riverside Theater, the Metro, the list goes on and on and on. The Double Door in Chicago, uh, she opened up for Slum Village and Dwelle, and she's done a lot of work with uh, Miss Lily Kay, and the Secret Garden Band, and uh, she's a member of that. And, of course, you know, we had Lily Kay and uh, Peter Cottontail on a couple weeks back on the program, and uh, she is a member of that whole movement that they got going on. So big ups to Miss B. Free, doing her thing, born in Chicago, raised in Milwaukee. She is our Indie 100 Artist of the Week, and she calls this one You and I right here on Interview. Call us, 646-478-5123. We'll be back with some more.
right there concrete waves right here on indie review on blog talk 646-478-5123 that is the number email is indie review cd at gmail.com and um i am holding it down by myself today rachel is out west doing some things for the oscars and hopefully she'll bring me back a gift or something you know i'm still waiting since last year and earlier this year for a couple things that she was supposed to get me or, or give me or she claims that she has for me, but I have yet to see any of those things. So I don't know. I think Rachelle is uh, really on some frontage. She, or she's been lying about something or other, but I have yet to see any of the gifts she claims she has. But uh, that's a whole other story. Big uh, up to our um, actual coin phraser, Slogan creator, <laughs> Lady Ginger in the chat room. And, yes, I've, I've been quiet on the mic today because I decided to give people a lot more music than usual today and, and a lot less talking. That was a conscious decision that I made uh, for this program today. So that's why it's been so quiet, and you have not heard a lot from me, you know, on the microphone. But, anyway, we got um, six minutes left in the program. I want to jump into... Uh, one quick song before I wrap things up here on the program. So y'all stay tuned. Uh, call me up. It's C. Truth here holding it down. Six four six four seven eight five one two three. 
Uh, let me know what's on your mind. Any last uh, minute things you want to chat about? Any people you want to say what's up to? Whatever it is, uh, let me know. We'll get it in quickly. Here's Yuna, Live Your Life. Right here on Indie Review On Blog Talk uh, Call me up or uh, 646-478-5123 or Actually That's all the time we have So you can't call me up anymore um, We're about to wrap things up on the program I do thank Coley Williams For being on the program uh, That was a great, great, great guest that we had on today And of course we have great guests on the program All the time If you ever miss anything on this show You can catch every single show That we have just go to our blog, IndieReviewForYou.blogspot.com, and get everything over there. Of course, follow us on uh, Indie Review 
at the uh, blog spot site, blogtalk.com slash review radio, or hit us up on Facebook, Indeed Review, of course. And once again, big up to um, Katie Ginger, who's uh, making fun of me now. Wait till the end of the show to start uh, trying to get it in with me. So I'm like, oh, quiet today. You're really quiet on the chat, too. And I think she's trying to call me soft on the low. She's trying, trying to say that, you know, I'm kind of soft. I ain't really have a heart today. I don't have any trouble with anybody. I'm really tame. But it's all good. It's all right. It's all right. I just decided to be quiet today. See, when I, when I try to be civilized and quiet and tame and very mellow, People start asking questions, and people start, you know, trying to poke fun and all this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, next week I'm going to have to go back to my usual self where I just, just start just blasting everybody, skipping at everybody, skipping at it. But anyway, I got to go. The show is about over. It's about done. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, texting, joining us in the chat room, emailing and all that. We'll see you back here next week. Be sure to pick and choose your battles wisely so you may return another day to win the war. Don't settle for crumbs. Get the ingredients to make the cake. Going to leave you with some daily featuring Marsha and Brosius alone together. Peace. Be